Hello and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host, Tyler Callahan, and Disney did not have a good time this weekend. We will get right into that, as well as discuss the hype for No Way Home, film delays, and new trailers. So in a closer than expected finish to first place, West Side Story opened with a weak 10.5 million. Right behind it in second place is Encanto with 9.42 million for a total of 71.3 million. In third place was Ghostbusters Afterlife with 7.1 million for a total of 112 million. Fourth place was House of Gucci with 4 million for a total of 41 million. Lastly in fifth place was Eternals with 3.1 million for a total of 161.2 million. So yeah, West Side Story failed to open to some big numbers. Now, analysts were only expecting it to open around 10 to 15 million. So while these numbers are not a shock, they are on the low side. Even in the Heights back in June had a slightly better opening, and that was also premiered on HBO Max. So why the weak opening? I think clearly one genre of films that has not returned to any kind of normalcy are musicals. Within the Heights, Dear Evan Hansen, and now West Side Story, it does not matter if reviews are great, poor, or you have a top-tier director like Spielberg directing. People do not care. Now, Disney can hope this likes out like a normal film in December and be great counter-programming to Spider-Man, uh, The Greatest Showman, did that a few years ago, but I don't think it will, mostly because there is too much competition. Over the next few weeks, you got Spider-Man, The Kingsman, Matrix Resurrections, Out by Christmas, so you have those films as counter-programming, to Spider-Man, if you like, oh, I want an action film, but I don't want to watch Spider-Man again, those are your options. And then for kids, well, the counter-programming is Sling 2. So the only people left are the ones who have seen all those films or are not interested in them. With the budget of the film being $100 million, it seems the studio will lose some money on this, but less than the last duel. And Kanto might be able to finish around $90 million, but finishing past $100 million and now is gonna be close. For China, Schemes and Antiques stayed in first place again with $14.7 million for a total of $52 million. Second place was Be Somebody with $9.8 million for a total of $133 million. Third place was a new rom-com film called We Who Have Loved Before, which opened with $3.55 million. And The Battle of Lake Changjin made another $1.44 million for a total of $903 million. No updates on Hollywood films in China, but just how the country approved the first South Korean film in years, the government has now approved an Indian film for release, the first in two years, called Chichishur. It is set to be released on January 7th. Now while this is good news, China is opening up its film approvals a bit more. This does not mean people will go out to see them or theaters will play them. The Korean film that got approved, Oh My Gran, has not been shown on a lot of theaters since release and so far has only made 394000 that's a terrible number. Looking at worldwide numbers, West Side Story did not have a good time this, with its opening in 37 markets and made only 4.4 million. This brings its worldwide opening weekend to just 15 million. Meanwhile, also for Disney, Encanto made another 13.6 million for a worldwide total of 151.2 million. House of Gucci is getting close to 100 million worldwide, with it now at 93 million. Ghostbusters Afterlife made $6.4 million for a total of $164.7 million. Going to Marvel Studios, it looks like Eternals will be able to pass $400 million, with it now at $395.3 million worldwide. 
Also Marvel related, Venom Let There Be Carnage should also be able to squeak by the half a billion milestone with it at 493.3 million. As for some underperforming films, Last Night in Soho is at 23 million and King Richard is at 24 million respectively. Just a small update for Spider-Man No Way Home, reviews have started to come out and with it just over 100 reviews so far on Rotten Tomatoes, the film has a 95% rating and is certified fresh. I'm still sticking with a minimum domestic opening of 150 million minimum, uh, but as I see theaters are adding showings, uh, 200 million opening weekend domestic is it's a solid chance of happening. I can see it happening. Regarding upcoming film releases, Licorice Pizza is actually getting a delayed wide release. Right now, it has been playing in major cities in America, and it was set to expand to 2,000 theaters on Christmas. That will instead be 800. While this may hurt smaller theaters that focus on smaller films, this was probably the best move for United Artists because if they did the whole wide release at Christmas, it was going to get crushed by everything else. Also, if they are making the play for awards, it doesn't hurt to draw it out a bit, so hopefully come mid-January when the hype for all the big blockbusters calms down, they can expand further. So in Hollywood, we have a bit of a shuffle for films coming out. I would not say a full-blown delay, but some are worth talking about. First is Sony, which has moved two films next year. Bullet Train, which was set to come out April 8th, will now come out July 15th. And Where the Crawdads Sing moves from June 24th to July 22nd. With Bullet Train moving out of April, this allowed Universal to move Ambulance back from February of next year to April 8th. For Universal, this is a good move as it allows them to not go head-to-head against Uncharted and gets them some breathing room. As for Sony and the Bullet Train movie, it's okay. Yes, it moves into a weekend by itself in July, but the following weekend Black Adam comes out, so I feel that might take some wind out of its sails. Those weren't the only moves made as well, with Universal also pushing back Fast 10 a bit as well. Uh, It was set to come out April 2023, but will instead become a summer movie, now coming out May 19th. Right now that puts it at two weeks after Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and April was basically empty right now, so I'm not sure why they moved it to May, but who knows. For new films in production, it looks like Kingsman 3 will start production sooner than expected. During an interview for promoting The Kingsman, director Matthew Vaughn said that production will start next September, and not only that, but it would wrap up Eggsy's story. Based on the reviews for The Kingsman coming in, which are not great, it makes sense to try and wrap up some of the character arcs in a third film in case Disney decides to not continue the franchise. I do wonder then, based on this timeline, his current film that he's making, Archile, should be in post-production by then, so maybe we'll see that film come out by the end of next year. For new trailers this week, we got two. The biggest one is the first trailer for the next Fantastic Beast film, The Secrets of Grindelwald. It looks good, and Mads Mikkelsen looks good as Grindelwald. The script really needs to be good after the last film, and I need to see a bit more to have some faith in it. The second trailer is for a smaller film, but a lot more interesting. The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, starring Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal. I don't want to spoil the premise of the film. The trailer itself is funny, and both these films come out next April. For VOD Premium, we actually got some films being moved over to streaming. That hasn't happened in a while, but Disney is making a move with Deep Water, a thriller starring Ben Affleck and Anna de Arms. Was set to come out next month, but with no promotion for it yet. 
the studio pulled it off their release schedule last week. Deadline has the exclusive on this and that the plan now is domestically it will go straight to Hulu and everywhere else around the world it's not going to star but Prime Video instead. Deadline says the reason for the move is because Disney sees that right now people are not going to see adult focused films and they are right. They just experienced it with The Last Duel. I do think the lack of marketing so far either showed the film was really bad or they didn't know what to do with it or both. A new release date has not been set. Another film going to streaming is Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. The film is set to be released in February next year in theaters, but Universal has decided to turn it into a hybrid release and will also come to Peacock the same day. We haven't had a lot of romantic films since the pandemic started, so it looks like Universal is just hedging their bets here with Omicron spreading around the world. While movies coming out now should be okay, by February we don't know what the box office will be like. And that is it for this week's episode of Box Office Receipts. The question for the episode is, are you going to see No Way Home this week? Let me know on Facebook. Link to the page is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. See you next time.